Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to my health and fitness podcast. We're on episode number 21. Today's episode is health. It's on its way. And that's mental and physical. I have an amazing guest for you today. Her name is Rebecca Spann. She is an expert in mental health and a licensed therapist with 20 million letters behind her name, but we'll get to that shortly. So head over to previously recorded podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more, and listen to some of the previously recorded episodes that I have brought to you. I am your host, Sherelle Brown. I've been in the game for over 20 years. I have a degree in exercise science with an emphasis in kinesiology and biomechanics. Without further ado, I would like to bring on my guest, Rebecca Spann. Rebecca, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I am very interested in your story. You are the mental health licensed therapist guru. And the world really needs to understand how mental health affects our community, this world. And you can give us all your tips and tricks and all that other good stuff. Okay, awesome. Thanks for having me as well. Oh, man. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, on a one-way street, uh, 707 Alexander. And that is where I am from. Ah, okay, okay. So I am also from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I know exactly where that's located. <laughs> Even though I'm coming from Los Angeles with this podcast, but I know exactly where you're from. And again, uh, your family and your story is amazing. So tell me about your childhood growing up. Um, my childhood was really good. Um, I grew up in a home with both of my parents, uh, my mother, my father. I have a older brother that's 15 years older than me. And then I have an older sister that is nine years older than me. So I pretty much grew up um, as the baby. And as they were transitioning out, I became the only child in the household. Um, our parents were really intentional about making sure we had quality education and that we had quality experiences. Um, we went to museums, the different cultural um, events. I remember going to a powwow at Riverside Park, uh, just doing all types of different things that was uh, different for our community at that time. At that time, our neighborhood um, was one that was, it did have crime, there was drugs, there was a lot of things that could dissuade us from going in the direction in which we went in. However, all of us graduated from college, all of us um, have been or are professionals. So they did a really good job of making sure we had a strong foundation and making sure we understood the um, importance of being uh, humble, grounded people, yet being able to give back to others. So, yeah, I had a really good childhood. Wow, that's amazing. Your family is amazing and great job raising you guys in a city that had so many issues of where you could have went to the left but you got professionals 
throughout your careers and that that's a, a testament to your amazing family yes 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 they did a good job yes what dream job as a kid growing up like what did you plan on what did you want to be um I actually wanted to be a psychologist I always had a desire to be a psychologist and then um once I got into college and I realized the length of time it would take and yeah I kind of changed my mind however the education that I did obtain took a long time to obtain as well so uh, I guess I could have went the route of psychology yeah so where did you attend school I went to Jackson State University, uh, which is a historical college. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, a historically black college in Jackson, Mississippi. I received my bachelor's degree from there in psychology. I received my master's degree from Mississippi College, which is a private um, Christian college in Mississippi. And I also received my education specialist degree um, in counseling from Mississippi College as well. Wow. So, your master. So, you have 20 million letters behind your name. So, you have the ED.S, the LPC, the comma NCC. So, what does all those acronyms mean and those titles? Um, The EDS is for my education specialist, which is in counseling. In counseling, um, My LPC is a licensed professional counselor, so I'm licensed with the state of Michigan, and I have held that license for seven years, and I am a nationally um, certified counselor as well, and I've held that license or that certification for eight years. Woohoo! Let's go! So we are not dealing with a rookie. We have an expert ladies and gentlemen <laughs> most definitely so what made you want to go in the field of the helping the mental health field what, what made you want to go in that field um just recognizing how mental health has a huge impact or and has had a huge impact on our community um and how it was often overlooked or really wasn't talked about and I knew that a lot of people were experiencing mental health symptoms and issues but they weren't receiving the help that they needed Um, and it was really concerning to me especially being from Grand Rapids um, that there are a lot of African Americans in particular who um, have a lot of experiences with the different systems of trying to receive help and being disappointed Mm. because the help that they received did not really understand who they were and did not understand the culture. So for me, I felt like, wow, you know, what better opportunity would it be for me to help? um, And not just African-Americans, but anyone um, who may have any biases or who may have had some experiences that weren't helpful to them um, to help them get the the help that they needed in order to be successful with their mental health. Oh, wow. So was there any family members or friends that you saw these issues and that made you wanted to that lit the fire to be able to 
helped help them change? Um, I have family members who deal with anxiety, but growing up, I did not know what it was. I just knew that there was always like maybe a social fear or there was fears of doing certain things or um, being a part of um, different opportunities or they literally would have panic attacks and I would see these things, but I didn't what they were growing up. I also Mm -hmm. remember um, having family members who experienced again, didn't really use the word heavily we just knew that something really had this person sad and down and out I also remember um having family members who were extremely stressed under a lot of pressure um were trying to juggle a lot of different life transitions and it was really really hard so for that they often coped with just using alcohol drugs or just making decisions that a lot of people would frown upon but for me I always looked at that and I said there's something deeper that's there this person is not making this decision because they want to become an addict or they want to become a person who is um, using these substances daily but they have gone this route in in a sense of trying to cope and trying to get some normalcy in their lives however it caused them to have other and additional issues so yeah I, I grew up looking and paying attention to these things yet um, being very careful about being judgmental because I've always had the mindset that something deeper is going on yes now that is very interesting because of, there's always a route to a problem right. mm-hmm. and sometimes like you say we overlook that or we frown upon it or we laugh or we just do things that are going to not make that other person feel good right and not even knowing the situation mm-hmm. absolutely you deal with mental health like the cognitive behavioral and emotional well-being of people like the 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 thinking feeling and behave Mm -hmm. so with those three are those emotions or is it deeper with a genetic or chromosome issue like how do you see the um the 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 way that that all comes together um it can vary um there are various reasons why a person may experience some of the things that they're or may experience the symptoms that they're experiencing one can be environmental if they grew up in a household where a family member did have some mental illness or some symptoms that they were displaying they may just you know be used to that type of behavior so they emulate that behavior because that's all they've ever known um some can be genetics there has been a lot of studies done on genetics and a person is almost predisposed to some illnesses due to um genetics um it can be because of just life stressors that they're dealing with these things some of them can be drug induced or medication induced there are yeah, there are a lot of medications. You know, the um, 
many quick words that they say um, sometimes after some of the pharmaceutical drugs that are given, you know, a lot of times suicidal thoughts or depression or anxiety may be one of those symptoms. And so a person may have all of a sudden start having these symptoms and they don't recognize that it may be the drug that they're taking. So I always, um, you know, recommend people to pay attention to what the side effects are of their medications, because if they're taking it for a mental health issue, it can sometimes make it worse. Or if they're taking it for a physical health issue, sometimes they can start experiencing mental health issues. So, yeah. Wow. Very well said. So side effects. Some people don't even look that way. Mm -hmm. They don't look at the root. Like, you know your stuff, Rebecca. (laughs) Awesome. So do you just deal with a certain population, men, women? Like, what do you deal with? Um, particularly women. I have worked with actually all populations. I have a background um, working with children, working in a school system, foster care, nonprofits, private practice. Um, yeah, so, but for the most part in my practice now, my target audience is women um, and particularly millennial women. Um, and that's ages 22 for me, 22 to 35. Um, and the reason why I focused on that age group is because as millennials, there are a lot of different stressors that some of the other generations didn't necessarily have to um, encounter. Not saying that they didn't have stressors, but there are some very unique ones such as social um, and also trying to be entrepreneurs and go to school and have a job and so I think millennials do experience a higher stress level well let me be careful about that I'm not going to say higher but I do know that they experience a unique stress level that maybe some other generations have not so I wanted to make sure that I was able to capture that audience and once again um, just making them feel comfortable because millennials are different we have a very different way of being oh, yeah stood and being um, approached so I want to make sure that I created a space where millennials could feel comfortable and get the healing that they need that's awesome you hear that millennials and women you need some help I have the guru the master on the phone <laughs> online on the podcast and she knows her stuff so you mentioned anxiety can you give the audience a brief description of, of those two? Okay. Um, so anxiety, there are several different types of anxiety. Um, there's general anxiety. There are social. There's social anxiety. Um, there are different paranoias that come and is related to anxiety. Um, but generalized anxiety disorder is probably the most popular. Um, and some of those symptoms are just feeling restless, always wound up or on edge, not really knowing why, um, easily fatigued, always tired. Um, this person may have a hard time concentrating their mind going blank and it's really hard for them to focus in they may find themselves very irritated often overwhelmed Um, and because the body is in that state of fight or flight at all times almost uh, they have a tendency to tense up their muscles so that person may have a lot of physical pain and not even recognize that they're tensing their muscles so often Um, 
difficult, a, a hard time controlling thoughts of worry, having sleeping problems, having a hard time staying asleep, or uh, restlessness, or not even being able to get a good night's sleep. So that's general anxiety disorder, um, and that's the one of the ones that is the most popular. Um, so yeah, that's anxiety. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. So those symptoms, I'm going to start looking for some of those symptoms when I'm dealing with certain clients as well. And uh, it can help me because you deal with the mental side. I deal with the physical side, which is some mental, but not as deep as what you bring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they definitely have to coincide. What's interesting is that a majority of my clients do have some form of anxiety and so I always one of the first things that I ask them to include in their regimen is exercise because we all know that you know once you receive um so you know from being able to exercise just the hormones that are produced in exercise you cannot get that anywhere else so it's definitely worth being able to some of those emotions not emotions but being able to get some of those symptoms relaxed by exercising that's right you hear that so i always tell my clients you know to decrease fat there's different hormones that i key in on and one of the hormones i key in on is the cortisol cortisol if we can bring that down your body won't put on the fat and we can move mountains so yes Mm -hmm. definitely use that exercise to release that tension that you have and help to bring those cortisol levels down absolutely endorphins yes endorphins that's what they are are the feel good the feel good that's right yes right so you deal with so many issues what is the most common issue that you have ran into when working with your clients um in my population i have found that a lot of these issues that people are experiencing now have a root in trauma um and you know trauma is definitely something that has become more popular or that people have started to pay more attention to um i know when i do an intake i do a ace test which is the adverse childhood events um and it's a a questionnaire that kind of asks about the person's experience with trauma and oftentimes i find that majority of my clients have had quite a bit of trauma in their lifetime so with that being said some of these feelings of depression and anxiety may be rooted in avoiding that trauma that they experienced or never having to um had dealt with the trauma or Mm -hmm. even talked about it so trauma is very big um, and it has a huge impact if the person has never really processed it properly Um, and some of the ways that people typically do attempt to process trauma is to avoid it or to um, ignore or to uh, repress it as if it never happened yet these symptoms pop up and they're so overwhelming and it's really hard for them to recognize that it's because of the trauma that you've ignored and you've repressed that it's coming back up and these thoughts are coming back up so yeah that's one of the biggest things that I see is people who have dealt or who have experienced trauma but have never properly processed it ah wow 
Good stuff. Good stuff. You can change you or women. How does that make you feel when you have successfully completed a great session? Amazing. Um, I definitely don't consider what I do work. I consider it a calling. I am very strategic and the name of my practice is about you, counseling and consulting, because I want every client that steps through that threshold to know that this experience is about you. Um, there may be outside things that have caused you to be stressed or who have, that have caused you to get here, but ultimately this process is for you. So for me, it's a calling to help women and I do have men clients as well but it's a calling for me to be able to reach them and to help them reach their full potential but like I always tell my clients I'm not the expert you're the expert on your life I just have the the luxury of being able to walk with you through this process so I, I really I'm always humbled to be able to be in that spot and to know that people are finding their true potentials by you know working through some of the things that they're going through so it's an amazing feeling I can't even describe it but I'm always grateful I thank God for you know equipping me and placing me in a place where I can help so many people Wow, that is amazing. And I love it. You want people to win and you are having calling and a passion for what you do. So I always say when you have a passion, you never work a day in your life. Yes, yes, that is so true. That is so true because today already I've seen six clients and it doesn't feel like I've been working. Um, it's, it's an amazing, like I said, it's an amazing feeling and I I love what I do. That is awesome, man. God bless you. Hey, before we go, how can the world reach out to you on social media and via website? Go ahead and give your company information and social media information again for the listeners. Okay, so I can be found on Facebook at About You Counseling and Consulting. I can also be found through my website at www.aboutucc.com. Um, you can actually reach out to me on Instagram at About You Counseling GR. And that is how you can contact with me and I'm also on psychology today I have a psychology today profile under my name Rebecca Spann awesome awesome well I will post a lot of those links and information that you just provided and I want to thank you for yes, coming on you. the podcast today yes thank you for having me I really appreciate the opportunity oh you're welcome you're welcome well folks that wraps up today's episode of health is on its way next week join me as i have another special guest he is the director of of his audio video production company his name is von Shay thornton so until then eat well sleep well be well good evening Thank you.